0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the I Am Astroid Podcast. <clears throat> that rattled something in my vocal cords and it felt like I had lava pouring down my throat. Welcome back everyone. I'm currently coming to you from this is a familiar little dungeon. I-, I occasionally film videos in this undis in this in this basement of an undisclosed location which maybe I'll never announce where this is but anyways um if you're watching the video version of this look at my shadow it looks like I have boobs but it's my knees and I think that's the neatest thing ever um I have been not at home for about a month now and I'm starting to go starting to go a little bit crazy um I Left a month ago, went to Paris for a week, then went to Spain for a week, then went to Belgium for four days, then went to Germany for an hour. Now I'm in this dungeon, and in f- tomorrow I go to Palm Springs, and then three days later I go to New York. I don't enjoy leaving the house for more than an hour, so this has kind of been taking a toll on me a little bit. Um, But I want to Okay, first off, I should just address like obviously I'm very I'm very privileged and very lucky to be able to do all this traveling and traveling is something that I typically really enjoy and is like one of my biggest passions. But something about the the traveling that I've been doing has been so sucky. Well, not something, there's something in particular that we're gonna get to in the meat, the real meat and potatoes of this episode. What the hell does that mean? Like when people say like meat and potatoes. Oh. Uh, I just had a really bad hiccup, that, that caused a rumbling in my stomach, meat and potatoes, like, genuinely, what granny quote is that, like, why, anyways, sorry, I'm not trying to dig into the, the, the sayings of the 18th century, like, let's just let it go, let's just let it die, my hand looks so weird right now, anyways, um, so, I think I mentioned this in the previous podcast. Was in Paris for Fashion Week. Nope. Every single plan fell through. Felt like a little lonely sack of dookie. Um, Spain was fun. And then Belgium, I just got back from. I was there for... Ew, this is so gross. There for work. And I, I thought I was going to be able to say like what I was there for and be like... But I can't. So, the day will come when I can tell you... But today is not that day. (laughs) Um, Okay, but today I want to focus on um, one incident in particular that happened on my trip. So this was the first week when I was in Paris. I had, okay, I have a love-hate relationship with Airbnb. Let me like tell you the pros and cons of them. So like, for example... Being in a city that you've, like, never really been in, um, in an Airbnb can be really fun because it's, like, it feels like you live there. Like, that's the quickest way to, like, feel like you're you're not visiting. Like, you actually have a residence there and all that. Whereas, like, if you're in a hotel, it very much feels like a vacation. It feels like a trip. Like, um, you don't, you can't really, like, separate yourself from being a tourist. So... That kind of ruins the experience sometimes for me, whereas an Airbnb, like, if you have your own key, your own place, your own kitchen, your own bathroom, it literally feels like you live there. Like, you feel like a resident of whatever city you're in. So, that's why I did that for Paris. I was like, that could be so fun, that could be so fresh, I can, like, be a little Parisian. No. No. It actually wasn't. It was actually not anything of the sort, okay? So... (laughs) i i don't like leaving bad reviews unless i'm warning people and i needed to warn people about the airbnb i stayed in so first off this place had no communication at all and i don't even know if it was a real person that ran the airbnb that i was staying at like i think it was literally a bot like, literally a robot with a profile picture, like, talking. Like, it would send these automated responses. I would, like, ask direct questions about specific things, and it would just say, cannot wait to have you. I'm, like... I was, like, hey, so, um, I actually don't have WhatsApp, so I can't communicate with y'all. Like, do you guys have, like, iMessage? They're, like, thanks for staying. I'm, like, that's really helpful. That's really great. So, I was, like, Kind of iffy before I even got there. I was like, something's up. And it would be like four different bots, like all these different profile pictures. And I knew these people weren't real. Like they literally looked so fake. So um, when I get there, like to check into the Airbnb, it was the most complicated process. There was a code for the first gate, a code for a lockbox after you get into the first gate, which you ne- need to like pull this mechanism in a certain way at a certain time to open the lockbox. Then you get a key The key opens the second door while you put the code in. It can't be one or the other. You need to do both, and then it opens the second door. Then you climb up four flights of stairs, and when I tell you these stairs were the most treacherous stairs I've ever seen in my life, like, literally, like, the size of half a subway foot long, and your foot, like, fits three toes on it, and that's, like, how big the step is. Like, actually terrifying. So I'm, like, crawling up this thing. Like, this is how I die. (coughs) That was really cute. Glad y'all enjoyed that little mucus moment. Um, So I finally got up to the Airbnb. Start. I just broke down crying because it was so frustrating to get into it. And then it was the first night. I was so jet-lagged. Like, all I wanted to do was sleep. And what do I hear underneath me? This was in an apartment building, by the way. What do I hear in the apartment underneath me? Hmm. Screaming threatening screaming i want you to like mm, well i don't want you to imagine this but like if you can imagine like okay maybe this is like just my experience but like like divorced parents fighting but like times 10 and one of them is like on crack like that is what this screaming sounded like like pure rage coming from the apartment below me and i was like what is going on and this happened every single night that i stayed at this airbnb like it 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 wasn't like it led up and it would always start at two in the morning so i'm like now i tried i tried like weighing out like what this could possibly be mind you it was all in french so i had no clue what he was saying so that would have been helpful if i like i don't know Took the time to learn French, considering I come from Canada, which the two official languages are English and French. And my school's literal name was in French and had a French immersion program. Did I do that? No. Did I ever learn any French? No. We had one year of French classes in grade five. What did we learn? A little French, so I was like petit poisson, petit poisson, nage, nage, nage. That's the only French that's in my head. I know, how to, I know how to say bonjour. I know how to say oui. That is it, literally it. I go to France. I go to Montreal. I go to any place where they speak French. Do I understand a single thing? No and then everyone is so snobby and i think they're making attacks on me so didn't know what the man underneath me was saying but anyways um i like i said i tried like figuring out like what it could possibly be if it wasn't like rage i was like maybe he's playing a video game Cause I've like had moments where like I would be playing a video game and it gets so intense that you're like screaming, like you're trying to get your teammates like do something. Ah, uh, like you're playing Call of Duty. There's like a minute left and y'all are like ten points behind and like domination, and you can like you know you can win, but you you're like so close to losing. I was like, okay, maybe he's just really into a video game. Maybe he's um, maybe he's like an actor. He's doing like a little self tape audition or something. Um, and, or maybe, um, maybe he's killing someone. So with my rational brain, I picked the third option. I was like, he has someone locked in his apartment that he is killing and also murdering. Um, and you know, that was like, that seemed like a crazy little, uh, thing to think at first until about the third night when he was screaming so loud, right? And then started breaking stuff. <laughs> I feel like hey, I And then a shatter, a, a very loud shatter, followed by even more intense screaming. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my God. Now, what made me like not panic uh, like at first was it was only one voice, the whole time I only ever heard one voice. So I was like, I don't think there's like a hostage in there. I think it's just him unless he has a hostage and they're duct taped. So that's where my brain went next. I'm like, he definitely has a hostage and they're definitely duct taped to the mouth and they can't speak and I need to call the police. So one of the nights when I got really bad, I looked up the police number because someone told me it's not 911 in France. They don't have 911. Fun fact. Let me read to you the different numbers for calling the police in france hold on police this is me when i'm an amazing podcaster and i prepare all my little anecdotes beforehand this is me this is me doing that okay are y'all ready are (laughs) you oh wait this website's in french god like i speak english okay Holy, oh my god, this website is in French too. It's almost like me searching something about France and everything's in French, huh? Okay, are y'all ready? 112 is the European emergency number. So if you're anywhere in the EU, any of the countries in the EU, if you're a victim or witness of an accident, 112 is the number to call. You call 15 for the French um emergency medical assistance service. So I'm I'm guessing I'm guessing that's like an ambulance. Don't know why they couldn't use that word. Number 17 for emergency police. Okay. Pretty pretty self-explanatory. 18 for the fire pre- bro- fire brigade. I who calls it that? What is this? The 1800s? Are we literally living in the 1800s? Um 114, emergency number for deaf and hard of hearing people. That is really smart, actually. I don't think we have that in North America, which we really should have. Um, and you can also text that number. That is crazy. That's really smart. Now, wait, wait, wait. There's like another... Um. Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. This is where it gets a little crazy. So we have... um, We have 112... Or 196 for emergency at sea and lake. But, here's the thing. You can only call that if you're calling from land. <laughs> now, if you're calling from sea and it's an emergency about at sea, but not from a lake, only from sea, and you're at sea, it's 112. Now, for terror and kidnapping hotline, it's 197. So... Oh my god, there's more. 32 and 37 for um a chemist. (laughs) What is that? What is a chemist? (laughs) And then they have one for a wasp and a horn's nest, but it's not giving me a number. Anyway, so it's very complicated. It's a very complicated system. There's no 911 where they can trans just transfer you. You gotta really like figure it out for yourself in your state of emergency. So I was like looking that up just so I could have the numbers like ready should I need them. Night four. Night four rolls around. The screaming begins around 2 a.m. Very, very on time. You know what? If we're gonna give something to him, we're gonna give him punctuality because he was he did that like clockwork. So this night I hear screaming lasts about like I think like 15 minutes. Followed by him opening his door and slamming it behind him. Then, after that, stomping up the stairs to me. And then, um, and then he started banging on my door. <laughs> so, that was really exciting. Um, now, this was 2am, I was, what was I watching, I think I was watching Squid Game, um, I don't know why I didn't react worse, but I wasn't, I didn't have a, like, total freak out, I just kind of froze, and I was like, hmm, (laughs) hmm, now he wasn't screaming anything, but I knew it was him, I could follow him from the footsteps from below all the way up to my apartment, and then... He just went, he just stomped back down to his apartment. And I'll continue with what happened next right after this quick break. Hello. So he just finished banging on my door and and mosey on down back to his apartment. My theory is... Well, I don't really have a theory on what he what he was screaming about in his apartment, but I think that maybe um, when he came up to my apartment, I was stomping or something or I was listening to music like 30 minutes before he came up. So I'm thinking maybe it was that Um, and also moving around camera equipment. I was doing that about 30 minutes before, but it doesn't really make sense for someone who was actually psychotic in their apartment below me screaming to come upstairs, and then bang on my door. And also, when I had only been making noise 30 minutes before that. So, I'm thinking maybe that doesn't make sense, and maybe he was just trying to kill me. Because, you know, like, tourist, in an Airbnb, easy target for robbing, um, maybe... I don't know. Also, one of the nights he this was so embarrassing. If you go to my Instagram like two pictures ago, it's like me like hanging outside my window doing a little wave that was like outside my Airbnb window. And we literally made eye contact when I was taking those like my my like Airbnb was like in the shape of an L. So like I could like see like I could like go around the corner and be like on the other wall of the building and like see into my apartment like across the like mini courtyard and when I was doing that, taking the pictures, he literally saw me, looked at me, and then, like, said something and slammed his window shut. So I'm thinking maybe he thought, like, hmm, stupid, dumb, influencer American, I need to kill him. <laughs> so that's, that's like, literally where my brain is at. I don't know. That's all I can think of. Now, I didn't sleep until, like, 7 a.m. after he pulled that. Let me tell you, I was terrified. And after about the second night, I slept with a knife, like a big kitchen knife right next to my um, my bed. So, like, I was ready. Like, if that man wanted to walk in, I'd give him the, the fruit ninja, little kung fu panda, slice him up like sashimi. Just kidding. Imagine, like, I actually had to, like, defend myself and I had a weapon. Like, I feel like they would just take it from me and use it. Like, I, when I walk around in L.A., I do carry a taser. But I feel like in a situation where I would need to use it, I would he, they would just take it from me and taser me and then, like, kidnap me. So I think, like, maybe it's not a good idea to have. But also, it does make me feel safe. So I don't know. Jury's kind of out on that one. Maybe one day I'll use it, and it'll work. And I'll get to, like, taser, like, a criminal trying to kill me. And I'll feel so accomplished. I'll have, like, a little ego boost. I'll be like, yup, just defend myself. Just literally turn him into electric eel. So... I don't know, but slept with a knife. It was like gen like I I really wish I could have figured out like what was going on. Like I can't really describe like how actually terrifying it was, but I think I don't it, it must have been some sort of rage. Now maybe like I'm kind of going a little extreme when I'm like he has a hostage, but like things like domestic abuse and stuff like that is very much like very prevalent like as much as we don't think it happens as much as we think it doesn't happen it happens way more than we think it does so could have been that um like i said i really wish i like spoke french so i could like understand what was happening but i was just not gonna go down there especially after he knocked on my door not knocked like banged on my door so (laughs) so basically mixing that with all the t- all the plans that got canceled, all the th- all the deals that fell through for when I was in Paris week. And then so I'm like basically I'm just sleeping 12 hours a day, 12 hours a day and then like in bed for the 6 hours I'm awake. And the 6 hours that I'm awake, I'm getting terrorized by an insane man underneath me. So Paris was not fun. Um <laughs> But like I said, I'm at the end of the day, I'm still very lucky to be able to travel. Um, and by the way, I, all the travel I did was very safe. I'm vaccinated, lots of tests, the whole nine yards, but I think I'm done with Europe for the foreseeable future. Now, I must say, when I went to Spain, I did have a lot of fun. I stayed in a hotel for that, and the hotel experience, listen, coming from that Paris Airbnb where my life was, like, in the palm of the man underneath me's hands to, like, a hotel where I have, like, a code. There's, like, a bouncer outside. There's four people at the front desk. Felt very safe. So that was very fun. Um, And also Spain just felt a lot safer than Paris. Like, Paris, there was, like, a decent amount of people that were a little bit questionable, a little bit scary, But Spain, like, everyone felt so chill, and I really loved it. Now, the thing about Spain was, you would assume going to Spain, the birthplace of Spanish, that that would be the language spoken. But you see, I went to Barcelona, which is in a part of Spain called Catalonia, where they have their own language called Catalan. And what did I not speak? That. So, that was a little confusing. Basically, it it almost feels like a mixture of, like, French and Spanish. So, a lot of stuff I could read and, like, a lot of advertisements, signs, stuff like that were in Spanish. And I've honestly never felt more confident in my Spanish skills, like – I would fully like listen to a conversation and understand everything that was said. I would, well, at least I think I so. want, I would like read something and understand everything that's written. And I was like, whoa, like th- all the Spanish that I've done, even though it's never like really been that good and like not of that high quality, like the lessons I've been doing, I'm making progress. So it really makes me want to like move to Spain for like a month or two months and like actually learn it like each day I felt myself like really immersed in it and I truly think like that's the best way to we're gonna present like you did not just see that spit fly out of my mouth holy (laughs) um I truly think that's like the best way I need to move to the couch that's the best way to learn a language like just immersing yourself in it because you just you have to pick it up it's like fight or flight it's not like a lesson where you're like learning that in like the comfort of North America and then you can just turn it off and go about your day and speak English. Like no. Like everything's in Spanish. And you have to like. Don't look at my foot. You little weirdos. Little psychos. Um, You like. Ha- you're immersed. Like that's basically what it is. So. um, Highly recommend. I really want to go back to Spain. Maybe like somewhere in South America. That's where I really want to go. Um, I've really wanted to like. Go to all the continents. So all I have left is Africa south america and antarctica and i really want to go to them there's a okay there's actually this cruise i did not know this happened i did not think you could go i just rested my hand on my piercing if y'all haven't seen my new youtube video um got a piercing at claire's (laughs) so anyways um no, they have literal cruises that go to Antarctica. So what I really want to do is go to um like the tip of South America, cross off South America, and then go on one of these cruises to Antarctica and cross off Antarctica. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. That's 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 my goal. But the thing is, the thing is, it's literally like a two week cruise. And I'm going to take a wild guess and say that they're not going to have good Wi-Fi going to Antarctica, pretty sure the internet speeds in Antarctica are not the best. And like, I hear from friends that go on like a literal carnival cruise that goes from like Florida to like Mexico with like two, like 2,000 people on board and those don't even have good Wi-Fi. So that kind of stresses me out. I'm like, how would I post YouTube videos? But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of need a break. I kinda like maybe potentially I'm hitting a wall. I don't want to say burn out, because I don't think I'll ever well let's not let's knock on some wood. Um, but like I feel like a break would be nice, like a two week break or something. because uh, I really haven't given myself like a week of just not working on YouTube for a while. I can't remember the last break I took. So um I don't know. Maybe that'll be a little treat for next year. A little Antarctica moment. I really want to see a penguin in the wild. Like, can you imagine a wild penguin? Huh? Um, but for the foreseeable future, I would like to stay in my house. Not leave for months at a time. And that seems like a dream. That truly seems like a dream. Because um, what I really noticed in the past month was how hard it is to stay productive while on a trip. Now, I would half be in like the vacation mindset and half be on like the grind mindset, but when it would be time to like make a video, I don't know why I just like couldn't. Like I felt so like out of out of my element. Whereas, like, when I'm in my room, I'm, like, ready. Like, I, like, come up with so many ideas. I feel like li- like the ideas just ooze out of my head when I'm, like, super comfortable in my house. But, like, when I'm, like, shuffling around, especially, like, in a place where they don't even speak English, for the most part, like, I really struggle. So, I really want to just get back on the grind. Back to a routine. That is what I miss. That is truly what I miss the most. So, Antarctica, 2K2022, 2, 2K why does that sound so weird? No, 2020 2022 2020, wait, stop, why is that such a mouthful? Are you kidding me? That's the year next year? 2020 2022 no. Guys, what is wrong with me? 2020, uh, <laughs> I'm so stupid, 2000 and then 2022- that's literally not Oh my god, I'm falling apart. Um anyways, stop looking at my foot. But regardless, um back on the road tomorrow, still living out of my suitcase. Uh off to Palm Springs tomorrow and then off to New York 3 days later, but the 23rd back in my house living laughing and loving very excited also i'm sorry if i've like felt kind of off i'm sorry if my content has been like a little different over the past month or so like genuinely it it really does change like how i like work and like how i can be creative when i'm like not in my element and at home like i'm i okay i don't know like how accurate these tests are like they kind of test where it's like um it tells you if you're like an introvert or an extrovert but like i'm split down the middle I am half introvert, half extrovert, and it's really freaking annoying because like I can do like a week of like seeing people and having fun, but then I need a week of being at home. And it goes both ways. Like if I have too much time at home by myself, I go mad. But if I am around people for two weeks straight, I literally go mad as well. So what did my mom text me? Should have packed your golf shirt. What does that mean? Golf shirt. Oh, she means like, I was like, what does my mom know about golf wang all of a sudden? Like, Tyler the crater, huh? She meant my golf shirt when we went golfing. Me and my mom went golfing about like two months ago. And I wore the shirt and I, I looked so Caucasian. It was hilarious. Like, I looked like, I looked like the preppiest little white boy ever it was so funny i'm only 53 percent white i can't be like i look like a white boy i am a like huh anyways (laughs) um but yeah very excited to be home one more week i think i can do it i'm like acting like this is such a struggle like uh one more week of traveling like shut up ben like literally shut up i hope this like fluorescent light fixture lands on my head and cracks my okay maybe maybe, not cracks my skull open like oh let's calm down there um but I'm gonna do a vlog. I think I've been vlogging sporadically throughout like the whole Europe trip, and then also gonna vlog uh, Palm Springs in New York. So I want to do like one big travel vlog. And I'm kind of scared because like I realize like my content is very like I don't know like attention grabbing, and it's like like there's always something that I'm doing, and it's like very high octane and energy. But I have such an interest in like doing like a fun kind of like laid back vlog. Like I love what Emma Chamberlain uh, is doing with her new content style. I think it's freaking genius and so entertaining and like so immersive to watch. And obviously I don't want to like just rip off her style like that, but I I'd really love to do like a kind of like more just like laid back vlog. So I think that might be what I do for my next video. We'll see though. We will see. Um, anyways, I love you all so much. Um, if you want to tweet me your near-death experiences, please tweet me on Twitter using the hashtag I Almost Died Podcast, at me, follow me on everything, at Ben of the Week, um, and I will see you guys next Wednesday. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can watch the video version on YouTube, uh, I Almost Died Podcast, and if you're watching this, you can listen on any streaming platform, um, and also, if you wouldn't mind, if you could be a deer, uh, please rate this five stars on Apple Podcasts. truly helps a ton. All right, I'll see you guys later. Love you so so much. Thank you, Smelly Mucho. Take care. Better the week. It's- <laughs>